I want to uh, I want to speak about something very important and get it started, and then we'll continue. Here's one thing I I, I said this a few times. For sure, I have been accused of being of being uh, of being overly influenced by this form of Musa. I, I I'm guilty as guilty as uh, guilty as charged, without a question. Guilty as charged, and that is that the uh, that is uh, there's a particular style that they call that they call Slabotka. I'm definitely there's no question. That's uh, that's uh, <laughs> I'm definitely steeped in it. That being said, that's what we're going to do. Um, this, is, this is an incredibly important point. I can't explain it properly, but I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, to make an effort. And the uh, Ratzofen says, and it's, it's clear, it's clear that every single thing that we do is based, ultimately, the ent- our entire behavior and our ability to evaluate, know what we're doing, everything is based on, uh, based on what we think of ourselves. Self-knowledge, the knowledge that we have of what we are. I'm not talking about psychoanalysis. Knowing what we are is the beginning and really the end of what we're going to be doing. I'll explain. Knowing what we are. What, are we, what is this? What is this? And that's the, uh, if you really think about that, that's the beginning of the Messiah's Shrine, but I want to explain otherwise. Now, here, you have to know anything. What is, the, what is this thing? You know, if you, you know, certain things, you, know, you, you look at it, you know what it's for. Okay, what is this thing? You have to know what is, what is this thing? President at one point said, "Look, what am I? What is this exactly? What does this do?" You know, sometimes you go into a place that where they use a lot of uh, what's the word uh, of uh, they use advanced uh, advanced devices. You look and say, "What? I don't, what, what does that thing do, Bechal?" One of the things that's uh, sometimes you'll see, you'll see it's very advanced machine. They only have one button. <laughs> you know, something we used to think with lots of buttons. You know. You know, the on, off, the pitch, the torque. So you have to get, you, know, you read 20 buttons, you get a little idea what the machine does. You get a little picture. Some of the very expensive things you do go to very expensive places like laboratories, there's just one button on the thing, period. You say, uh-oh, either you know what this is for, or you're not going to know. There's no experimenting here. It's doing it or it's not. You know, what is that thing? Somebody will look at the human and say, what is this thing? That's really because that tells us since in all of our understanding everything's based on purpose, as we know, you gotta know what is this thing, what is it for, and what does it do? If a person doesn't know the value of themselves, people yeah, people give themselves up very cheaply or very foolishly on many occasions. Because they don't know what it is. Yeah, so what are you? You can yeah, spend it cheaply. You can spend yourself cheaply. I think I mentioned a few times that we had learned in the Orachayim that he discusses, uh, he was, it's incredible, I mean, it's beyond my understanding, but he, uh, he speaks about life being given out or the size of the neshama in the days. I think we discussed it. And the, the size of the neshama had to do with the days. It's a whole story anyway, but anyway, but life is paid out in days at a time. There are times when a person, a time when a person makes a Torah decision to pay out their whole life in one shot. Sometimes they make a big investment, pay out a lot of days at once. It's a good deal. You, it's a good deal. You put all your money down. Some people do it sometimes. You get the chance of a lifetime. You put all your money down. I know a guy who was really down and out. Everything, everything was, every, everything was wrong. Everything was going wrong. This guy financially, almost everything, and uh, everything, everything, and things were so wrong. And he got one opportunity, and everything's a mess. And the guy ran out and took every. The, the guy, the guy was finished. And the guy took every penny he had and rode out immediately, or every penny he had, you know, to close a deal. That was it. That was, and it did. And, he, and that, and that same day, he took everything he had. He was already, he was finished. 
And he took every penny he could muster to close his one deal, and that deal saved his life. He knew it. Okay, that's what he knows. So sometimes what Kiddush Hashem is. Sometimes a person realizes that's a take away hair. How, how much life you got left? Whatever is here. He says, he says, says how much you give? He says, take it all. That's all. Here. Close the deal. Sometimes that's what Kiddush Hashem is. A person pays out their whole life in one shot. I'll take it. It's worth it. It's worth, that's what a Kiddush Hashem means. Sometimes a person says, listen, you know, some, I've been spending my life one day at a time. I'll, I'll spend the whole thing at once. You get a really good deal, put the money down. <laughs> what would you, you, you get the cash for anyway, like I told you all the time? I, mean, I do always discuss it with you. If you see with little kids, I hope you have this experience. One of my favorite things with kids when they save up. Not every kid does it, but a lot of kids do it. They feel like you have to save up for the toy, for a truck, for a doll. You know, they save up every day, and then you finally take them to the state. Got enough money? So oh, this is it. This is a big day. You go to the store to get the uh, you get the thing they saved up, saved up for. So okay, now give the salesperson your money, and you're going to get the truck, or you're going to get the doll. Kid says, "My money." So yes, yes, that is your money. Uh, now give it to the sales salesperson. Kid says, "My money." He said, "Yes, it is." But you see, you want what, what, you want that truck? Yeah, I want the truck. I said, "So give the person your money, and they're going to give you the truck." You see, just like, remember all, the, remember all these months we've been saving every day and putting the coins away? Right. He says, so give the person your money, and you get the truck. He says, my money. <laughs> so yes, it is. You got to get the, get the picture. That wasn't really the point. The money wasn't the goal. You got the money in order to, in order to acquire something. So also life itself is really that. Hashem gave you life in order to, in order to acquire Torah, Mitzvah, eternity, etc. Okay, so usually we spend it. We usually spend it one day at a time. Sometimes you got to tell you, sometimes the whole thing you save, this is what you were saving up for. You don't realize, okay, that's a gigantic thing. That's Kiddush Hashem. It's a very big thing to do such a thing. You know, but uh, but uh, that's what that's what it means, okay. But sometimes people the other way, people who don't recognize the value of life, will put the will put down, will squander, will squander large sums of their life on nothing, on stupidity, because they don't know who they are. They don't know the the opposite way. They don't know the value of those days. They don't know the value of that currency of, of life. Okay, they'll, they'll let it go easily. They'll squander it and they'll squander it in crazy places, doing doing things, doing things that are just uh, go nowhere. They're things that are nothing. They're, they're not, not, not accomplishing anything, not getting anywhere with their life. How are you today? Really good. Oh, shucks. I think I'm going to go down to the store today. Look around. <laughs> okay, it could be a mitzvah, but it could be a big waste. <laughs> could be a big waste. The Mishnah says, <laughs> a, person is, a person is precious. A human being is precious because they were created in the in the tzalem, in the likeness of Hashem, in the image of Hashem. <laughs> but it was more more beloved. A person is more, a person is beloved because Hashem made us in the tzalem, but we're more beloved than what? That it was made known. Hashem let us know. He revealed to us that this took place. And, that's a, and he quotes, he says, What? Hashem made the human being in the image of God, as we understand it. And this lets a person know who they are. Now, we, we, we can't, we, the problem is that we don't want to say words that don't make sense. Okay, Hashem is Hashem. But the truth is, now at this point, how are you going to have the proper appreciation for what it means that you're a human? How can you have it? The truth is, as much appreciation as you have for the fact that God is God, that's that's basically the appreciation you're going to have for the fact that you're a human. It's very, these are hard words to say, but that's what it comes down to. I don't, you know, you know, if, whatever it is, whatever that point is that we reflect the existence of God, whatever it is, but you're going to appreciate that to the degree that you appreciate the existence of God. That's what's going to happen. That's the only. There's, the, there's nothing else to do. 
we, if it, to the degree you, we recognize. So, but why am I saying? Because it's the opposite. We're, we're, we, 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 we don't think about that. We say, okay, let's let's hope for Hashem. We have a picture. Of Hashem is above and beyond, the loftiest, the the loftiest, the holiest, etc. Whatever you're gonna say, okay. But we, but we, and we hear the words that we're in the tzelam of Hashem. But then we, then we, uh, then we kind of make it. We have a, what you, a, a disconnect. But if you actually do it that way, whatever it is here, what you, there's no percent small enough not to be gigantic here. In whatever little way we're a reflection of the existence of God, what what we are, what what percentage you're going to make that can be diluted in 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 in, in, a, in some quantity that's infinite, it can never become meaningless. And it can never become less than overwhelmingly valuable. Am I communicating? I don't know how to explain it better. What I'm saying. Whatever you make that, whatever you, whatever little tiniest, whatever it is that Hashem revealed to us about ourselves in relation to God, you can't make it small enough not for it be the, not for it to be the biggest thing in the world. I don't know how to communicate it better. It's the opposite. Usually, we're worried the numbers get so small they become they become insignificant. Here, the, since obviously I mean, there's no numbers here, but the number that you call Hashem is is so big that no number no number of of this relationship of this reflection can be small enough not to be overwhelmingly gigantic. It can't it can't be. It's got to be the it's it, no matter how small this number is, it's the biggest number you know. Just Hashem is bigger. That's all. But this can't get, this can't get, it, it's gigantic, huh? No, I'm just, there's no numbers. That's my, that's my problem. And I say, another because here, we're the, we're, 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 we're in the Tzalamalakim. There's something about us that reflects the existence of God. Okay, what is it? You know, what, so what are we? It's Hashem's Hashem. What are we? What are we? We're a little uh, shadow. Okay, what is, but that, so what's the percentage? A half of a percent, a thousandth of a percent, a millionth of a percent. But see, here, the number that you make the, of that, of that, of that comparison, of that something, whatever, whatever word you use, we don't have we don't have the words to describe. But whatever number you make, like, okay, it's really small. You're right. What are we? We're still human beings. Okay, it doesn't matter. Once Hashem said we're in the Tzelem, and He told us that that's the case. Well, so okay, it's a it's a it's a trillionth of a percent. What is it? What's it? There? But the, since the number, since the percent that it's of, you know, I don't have, I don't have to say the word. Since the thing that you're relating to is that number is 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 inconceivably large. There's no number at all. I don't know how to say it better. This number, this number will still be the biggest number you know. It's always going to be the biggest. And once you realize that, Hashem, Hashem said these things about us, then you realize the way we're going to see yourself. I don't know, you ever see people who have important jobs? Or jobs that they think are important. It doesn't really matter whether it is important or they, or they think it's important. Either way, no, really, either way, either way. There's some about it, you know. <coughs> they get up, even if, even if it's dumb, it doesn't matter. They're up, they got their, they got their suit on, they got the thing, you know, their lickety split, you know, got their little button, whatever, whatever the story is, whatever they, you know, their little lapel thing. It's, you know, it's very important things happening here. You got the shoes, spit shine, you know, the little lapel things. They got everybody, it depends on what you belong to there. You know, the Kiwanis Club or the, uh, you know, the, uh, what else they got there? Um... What else prestigious things you can name me? Uh, the Jewish warfare. The Jewish <laughs> 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 Yeah. So was a guy in the garment district years ago. You know, an accent so thick you could cut it with a knife. Made a bundle of money, you know. After he's got some money, he's going to live. But everybody do it, buddy. You got money, you, got, you know, you want to do something with it. Well, he says, no, let's join the country club. Guy shows up with the country club. Are you kidding, man? This guy comes in. He's Eastern Europe incarnate. 
they come in, they, they get one look at the guy, hear his accent. They, they said, the, you know, we well, you don't think you'll fit into the club, you know, it's not really for you, you know. And all of a sudden the guy realizes he's too Jewish, you know. And they're not letting him in, this guy's really ticked off. He's got money coming out of his, coming out of his ears, you know. He hires a guy to teach him elocution, you know, posture, you know, diction, you know, whatever, the whole story, you know. He comes back a year later. He looks like, he looks like, you know, he looks like uh, not a Jewish guy. <laughs> he shows up there. He says, he says, I'm considering joining your club. And I said, and I said really? He says, uh, what's your schooling? He says, Harvard, you know, Yale. Went to you in Oxford. Uh, what's his name? He says, John Danforth III. It's pretty, <laughs> pretty looks, look, looking pretty good. He says, clubs, he's Kiwanis Club, you know. Member of the Chamber of Commerce, etc. Says excellent uh, religion. He said, "Good, of course." <laughs> guy thinks that guy thinks he has an important job. How's the guy? How does the guy? How's the guy? You, know, you see him on that spit polish, carries himself. He carries himself in a way you know that's that's important. He's doing very important things. So if we recognize, we recognize this quality, and we can't, I can't overstate it. I can't overstate it. Here, you're it. You're it. You're Tzel Melokim. The, 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 here. Well, well, you, you can't, you, you can never see yourself again once you understand. You can never see, you're not just a, you're not just a person. It just isn't. You're not another person. You're, you're an image of God. Every detail, every word that you say is critical. Every smile, every expression, every encounter. And who we have to be. So we have, we're looking now and say, listen, if I understand what I... I, mean, I don't, you ever have like a bunch of money in your pocket you don't want to lose it? You got a bunch of money in your pocket. You don't want to lose it. It's a fact. Imagine you're walking, imagine you're, you're, you're walking around, you're walking around with billions. I don't know, something, something, something ridiculous, some ridiculous number. You've got to take care. You are. The facts are you are. You're telling them, like, you're walking around, you're walking around, you know, you, you are an extremely valuable commodity. Extreme. And he's talking, you know, they, they talk about, he's like, you know, the surgeon says, you know, these hands are insured for, uh, for uh, you know, whatever, you know, $6 million, whatever the story is. You know, who, what are we insured for? We're an image of God. There's no company, no company, no company can, no company can underwrite you. No company can underwrite the value of what you are. Once we understand that, so that I say again the same point. You, you can't when you, it's, it's everything. It's in your speech and you learn. You can't learn now. Say, okay, you look, I'm, I'm I'm learning. You know, then there's there's the, there's the real guys who learn, and I also I also I also I also I'm an also I'm an also with an also ran. You can't feel that way. It won't be it won't be true. Here we your your person. You learn Torah. You you you, you every moment you look to be the most professional, highest level you possibly can. I'm, it, it's critical. I'm a tzelam alakim. There's no, you're not, there's no way to look at yourself as a, I don't know what the right word is, in, in humility, but that's not what I'm talking about now. That's for another time. But there's no way to see yourself as a, uh, you know, a side issue or side point to touch. We all know, we all know, we all know we're expendable and superfluous, but that's not the point. Not, 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 not for today's talk. You're the, you're the guy. You're the guy all the time. You always were and you will be till your last breath. And every, every, any other attitude is squandering. We're just literally squandering. It's extremely 
precious commodities. So, okay, we want to know. So, how do you how do you do the things you want? And, and it was a funny thing, yeah, because because uh, it was bad in Europe, you know, before the the B'day Torah were really mezuzah, lots of ways. People didn't see it, you know, well, no money, you know, this and that, you know, guys in the basement, you know. So, in in certain places, certainly Bali Musur, they 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 made their, they made their guys dress up, you know, they made them wear very fine clothing. Seems almost almost the opposite of everything we think because they had to they had to they wanted to demonstrate some of the value of a ben Torah. And I told you here yeah, that's why I I, I I even though I make a little bit of fun, but I try never I try not to make fun of the yeshiva kids here. You know they got they they ask them it's hysterical. You know they, they got they got they know exactly how wide the pants are. They got a whole they got a whole um, uh, is the system is a list. You understand? They got the hat, the shoes, the pants, etc. etc. Okay, so okay, we, it's 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 silly. But that's <laughs> but the truth is I don't I don't I don't, I don't see the dynamic. You know why? Huh? What the what? Oh, yeah, exactly. That's right. That's right. No, that's right. That's what I just was hedging on before. So I said to you, well, I will talk about your milk another time. Yeah, well, the truth, because the, the two things go together. The two things go together because the understanding of that's what I'm trying to say. But, with, but that's what, but my emphasis stayed on the other side. But the two things work perfectly together. A person understands who we are, we're nothing and nobody. So all those things we'll discuss. That we'll discuss. But the facts are that you can never change the fact that you're an image of God. No matter no matter who no, no matter what the tiniest the, the, the understanding of our of our of our insignificance and our minusculeness, whatever the word is, all these things. But the facts are always telling us that you can never take them out. You just wouldn't change. It's only, it's a, it, you, you would carry yourself in a way. So I say here also, but my point was, this, I just want to finish this point with the kids, because I say, yeah, because you want a Ben Torah to feel the value of being a Ben Torah. You want to feel the value. That's, 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 uh, that's, uh, would be, that would be, that would be true. And it doesn't matter, because regardless of our particular place in history and our, you read us at Doros and all these things, et cetera, et cetera, one thing we didn't see, Nobody, we didn't, we didn't, so far, we didn't, so far, so far, I mean, let's go here. So far, I didn't hear Godoli's work. I'm going to say, by the way, just uh, uh, as of uh, October 14th of a certain year, you know, the Tzel Malakim thing is over. We've, we've had, you read us, the door is actually, it's actually gone bust. There's been a crash here. The, the, the Tzel Malakim market crashed. And, and now we are actually uh, not even Tzel Malakim. No, that never happened. Huh? Wait, what? Clark Kent, exactly. That didn't happen. The answer to that part didn't change. I mean, we have to discuss, but, the, but the two things go together. Knowing your Selim and Lakim and holding yourself this way won't make you a Balgaiva. That's, that's not going to happen. It's, not gonna, it's, it's the other way. You'll, no, knowing this point is the, most, is the most humbling point of all. It's the opposite. But my real thing here is I just want to say in, in the things that we're doing and our learning, and our, there's, no, there's no, nothing casual happening ever. There are no casual moments here. There's just there's just modesty that 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 causes us to behave in a normal fashion. That's all. Modesty, practicality, dedication to service causes us to act in a normal fashion. Like I told you, you just can't freak. You understand? Modesty demands it, and and practicality demands. It. I told you, when you're in an emergency scene, you know, a person's falling apart. They've been hit, they're hurt badly. A person's kishkas are falling out. You okay? So you're ah, your kishkas are falling out. You blow. You can't do it. That's okay. It's not practical, number one. It's just not practical to act that way. It doesn't do a good job. It doesn't help anybody. But those are the facts. You know, seeing you in a critical situation every single moment. There's blood, guts all over the place. Every, everything, the most important thing is happening every single moment. You're on the precipice at every moment. You're on the tip of the mountain at every single moment. Every single minute. It's just not practical. You can't chump it. You can't turn it. You can't, uh, uh, you know, uh, what, you, can't, you can't flip out. 
But if you get to say a bracha or speak to a person or see anybody, this I don't, I'm going to stop it, but you don't realize I mean, every second of reality costs billions. There's no way to there's no way to describe this. Here, look at look at me. Some stupid movie. You understand? To make one set that imitates that imitates a moment of life. You understand? Hundreds of thousands of dollars. You know, for a few minutes of for a few minutes of, of filming to imitate. It doesn't it doesn't recreate. There's nothing there. The things half the things are facades. They don't really work. A, a, a little imitation of life. What does it cost? What does it cost to produce? You know, look at what, what's being invested in one minute of your life. That's an actual breathing human being in front of you. Somebody's producing another human being with synapses and thoughts and a whole history and the time they fell down and what their mother said and and their, and their first grade history book. All all, all, these, all these there's a million things going on. That's a that's a tremendously a tremendously expensive production. Okay, ready now. Uh, Shalom Aleichem. How are you? You don't realize what's going on. There's billions invested in that second. There's no casual handshake or Shalom Aleichem or hello or Tzafra Tava Lamai. There's no, there's, no, there's no casual moment ever. You're functioning Tzalem Aleichem. You're it. You're it. So truth is, that's what I'm saying. So really, if we if we were going to do it already, if we we're going to do it already, it's here we have to, we'd have to get, we'd have to, we'd, we'd all be decked out in, in, the, in the, what do you call it, in the, one of the most expensive suits, tuxedos or whatever, but expensive ones, whatever it is, whatever costs a lot. That's what we, what we be wearing. You'd be down to it. You know, that's who, that's who we'd be. And no expense would actually, would actually, would actually come close to what to to to, uh, to reflecting who we are. Okay, so those there are the rules, the rules of modesty, the rules of proper behavior and practicality. But those are the facts. And then there's really uh, I just say that the so they, the the, the uh, but the to the degree the, the degree that we absorb this point of view is the degree to which we're going to rise. That's basically what happens. And the big people that we look up to are people who got the point. They're people who understood. They got the point. They understood. They understood what a human being was. So forget about it. I'm going to tell this, but not because I, I don't want this to be the focus. But like I told you, for example, they 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 caught the Chabad time berating himself. You know, berating himself on uh, one year before Rosh Hashanah because he had gone through his year and he counted for every minute of what he did through the whole year. What happened? He went to a cheshbon, etc. And I think he lost an hour to someplace or whatever it was. He just couldn't. He couldn't. He couldn't account for what happened in a year. And he was berating himself. What Hashem gave him, how could he have squandered? He can't remember what he did at the time. So my point that I tell you, that's a lofty level of exactness of knowing of, 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 of self-development, etc. But my point is, if you understood the value, there's nothing strange about that. There's nothing strange about that. Those are people who understood the value of life. They really got it. He's a person. I know. I read. I read that at a certain age, he stopped wearing shoes with laces. Because he calculated the time it takes to tie your shoes, and it came out on that for his lifespan, what he would anticipate lifespan, he'd spend two days of his life tying his shoes. He couldn't justify it. How's he, how's he gonna face his creators? He spent two days tying shoes, tying his shoes. <laughs> and for some of us that takes longer. Not everybody's so good at tying their shoes. When I was little, I was so bad at tying my shoes, my my brother my brother scared the daylights out of me. He said well, I was gonna end up gonna be married, I was gonna have to come over and take my mother to tie my shoes. <laughs> you know, it was gonna be embarrassing. <laughs> So instead of thinking of those of those people as, so to speak, as as uh, as outstanding examples of some kind of what, what's the word, uh, 
bean counting, uh, obsessiveness, etc. You recognize somebody that really, really got it that life was precious, that they were precious. That's what we want to say. That they were precious. Not that they, that they themselves, every one of them, they, they understood that they were meant to be a lofty thing, that they are. To the degree they understood it, so they, they, they strove to live up to it. So I just want to get started on this point, but I, I, I say it a lot, we have, to, we, have to, we have to work on it because it's, uh, I think it's a ceiling. I'm afraid it's a ceiling. I think it is a ceiling. That, that the, 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 your perception of yourself is a ceiling. They talk in the, in the, in the business world, they talk of ceilings, you know, huh? Yeah, barrier. They call it a ceiling. They, they hear women can't get beyond this ceiling, or they call that the glass ceiling. They have all these things. There's a ceiling. If people observe, so you're, 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 whether you're a certain race or a certain gender or a certain whatever it is, there's a ceiling you're not going to rise above in a, in, in a given business. They call it a ceiling. There's a ceiling for us. Your the, the the level to which you to which you perceive that you're telling Elohim is a ceiling. You're not going to you're not going to be growing beyond that point. I'm afraid. I'm afraid it's a ceiling. We don't get it there. We're, we're, how we're, we're certainly not going to strive or achieve those places because we don't see it. So, okay, that's a starting point. I want to talk about more. Mitzvah Shem will continue. Thank you.